Good afternoon and welcome everybody to my show. I'd like to introduce you to Kay and Shyla. And I'm sorry, it used to be Young, but now it's two different last names. So it's Kay Salerno and Shyla Morris. All right. Um, and they are social media marketing experts and they're here to talk to us a little bit, give us some tips, <clears throat> excuse me, about social media and getting ready for the holiday season coming up with Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. Give us some ideas for planning ahead and getting ready for our holiday specials. So take it away, girls. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and Young Social. Yeah, definitely. So uh, my name is Kay Salerno, <clears throat> and obviously this is my sister and business partner, Shyla Morris. Uh, we are um, two peas in a pod, <laughs> sisters by blood, but twins in spirit, and uh, also best friends, so it really works out. Um, in addition to having a being John Maxwell's faculty members for his marketing and social media lanes, uh, we are uh, owners of a restaurant chain in Nevada and California, and we're about to open up our 10th location, which is pretty exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, back in 2014, uh, our marketing for our restaurants was off the chain um, and still is to this day. But so many people were coming to us and asking, who does your marketing? And we were like, well, we do. <laughs> so we started doing marketing for other companies and helping uh, other companies expand and express their stories uh, through through marketing in social media. And so we helped the Reba's Italian Ice brand grow uh, into the West Coast market, um, helped them open up over 175 stores here wow. on the West Coast, which was incredible. No one had ever sold a franchise through Facebook before. Uh, so we really changed the market um, and, and kind of did it flying blind. We're like, well, you can sell anything on Facebook. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just give it a go. Um, and it's changed the, the way that franchises are sold, which is really cool. Um, and, and then, you know, through that and the building, found the John Maxwell team, our John Maxwell team members, and, and are now uh, members of the John Maxwell faculty, where we get to teach and train his 20,000 coaches, speakers, and trainers in social media and marketing. Mm -hmm. But our, uh, our passion and our forte is really uh, helping members or clients or, or really anyone understand that social media is a tool and uh, tools can be abused but they can also be used to create the, mo the most magnificent uh, things in our world and that's exactly what we want all everyone to use social media for look we all get sucked in to the feed and oops 45 minutes later i've been scrolling, scrolling on instagram or reddit or facebook guilty. or twitter guilty <laughs> all of us are uh, but if we can reframe and think about it like a tool and really use it that way and be disciplined in how we approach our time management with it, it can absolutely be transformative for your business. And one of our expertise and special uh, specializations in the social media lane is to really help encourage folks to be authentic and be organic with their content. So this isn't about pulling photo quotes or calls to action or those kinds of things. Those are important. But really, marketing is about connection and people mm -hmm. connect with others that they can relate to. And you're able to relate to someone when you can paint a picture in their head that tells a story that they can you know, relate with, that they can uh, remember a time that's very similar for them. And so helping people understand that the more they document their journeys, their struggles, their triumphs, their challenges, their wins, their losses, that others will relate to them and connect with them in a way that's authentic and in a way that makes them want to hopefully do business with them later on down the road. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's about storytelling and and like you say, they building that connection so people get to understand you and where you're coming from, and 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 relate to you and that you can relate to them, right? So with the upcoming holiday season coming, 
what are some of the tips that you have? I mean, we have uh, Halloween, which is just a little bit less than a week away, but it's not too late for people to, to jump in and, and get something going. So what would you recommend for somebody um, who's selling something uh, digitally? I think that, you know, at any time that you have a holiday or something coming up, if you're selling something digitally, you have an opportunity to do a sale or to do something for free that allows you to build your list. Now, with Halloween being right around the corner, you can use messaging like, you know, I have a treat, no tricks involved, or, you know, treat for a treat. Give me a referral for your current client base and, and I'll give you this free something. Or you can always give them the treat by allowing them to have a discount. A fun one that you can also do is pick a certain charity to partner with for Halloween and give those treats or per percentage of your sales that you receive in that time to a local charity. Uh, and you know, no tricks, only treats. Everyone is gonna be doing charitable things come November, December, and you'll really set yourself apart if you decide to do it in October instead. Mm -hmm. The beautiful thing about holidays is that you can take any of your messaging that's evergreen, things that you wanna teach on maybe all year long, and, mm -hmm. and start with the lens of the holiday or what everyone's talking about, the trends, and then use that to move into whatever it is that you want to teach. So let's say you, uh, you like to teach on how to uh, bust through fear or how to conquer fear in some kind of way in your life. This is a time where everyone's talking about being afraid, being spooked, spooky things and fearful things and, and fright. And so you can tap into that and say, you know, ready to, to only be scared in October and beat your stage fright the rest of the year. You know, follow these five tricks so that you can get the ultimate treat. There's ways to make your evergreen message relevant to the holiday or the time period that's happening that can help you just tap into what everyone's already talking about and still deliver the content that's authentic to you. So Halloween's a great one for, for fear, for tricks and treats, um, for, for some early giving and, and some cool ways to partner. It's a great time to also ask for referrals, you know, no tricks here, just a treat for you if you recommend me, uh, those kinds of things. In fact, you should be asking for referrals all year long because as we like to say, you know, the fastest way to double your business is to get each one of your existing clients to recommend one new client and boom, you'd be doubled. Yeah. I heard you guys the other, uh, the other day, probably, I guess it was yesterday, you know, you were quoting one of my mentors and uh, favorite people in marketing, Dan Kennedy, you know, and he was exactly talking to that point and about how you can double your, your, you know, client base just by getting every single one of your existing clients to refer somebody, you know? Yeah. That's a wonderful thing. You were going to say something, Kelly? Oh, I was just going to play into, you know, Dan Kennedy's got some really great ideas, but what he talks about is you, you've got to build your herd and find your herd, you know, in the kind of the modern marketing speak that people are calling it a tribe now, find your tribe, and it's that tribe mentality. Well, you connect with your tribe or your herd through constant communication and relationship building, and if you don't, then you're not building a fence around them, and they're going to wander the pasture aimlessly, and maybe wander into somebody else's herd without ever knowing it, so you want to build that fence around your herd, and you do that through storytelling, just like you were sharing. You do that through connection and you do that through consistently connecting and relating with them. And you'll also do that through referrals. The more people that have their people involved in your product and service, the longer retention you're going to get out of that potential client or customer. Yeah. Now, talking about consistency, you, you mentioned how you have to consistently get out there. Sometimes that's a part that people get a little fatigued with or they're, or they're afraid they're going to get fatigued at it. They just think, oh, I've, I'm going to constantly be on Facebook, you know, what, what kind of, or, or I'm constantly going to be doing this, but it doesn't have to be, um, 
a long thought out process, does it? I mean, you, you tell me, what do you think? Oh, it, it can definitely be simplified and you can <clears throat> like tools to, to make things easier and better on yourself. But uh, let me just set the precedent right now. Consistency is tiring. Consistency yeah. is difficult. Consistency takes effort, it takes mental energy, it takes physical energy, and it takes doing. And if someone is embarking on a journey to grow their business, to grow their life, to grow whatever it is that they're looking to grow, and they think that it's going to be tiring to be consistent, well, they're right. It is, yeah. And it takes a lot of effort and work. Anything worth doing is going to have that kind of pull. You know, when you're growing, you're uncomfortable. I, I have a, a little baby girl. Um, she's almost 10 months old. And every time she grows a new tooth, she cries like crazy. She doesn't feel good. She doesn't like it. Like she, Her bones are growing and it hurts her. She's learning to walk and she falls down. Growing equals pain, but it's up to you as to whether you're going to suffer from all of that and choose to, you know, belabor the fact that, oh, well, now I have to do all this marketing work because I'm building my business. It's going to be your attitude that's going to frame whether the consistency kills you or whether the consistency pulls you forward into some great momentum. Mm -hmm. And some yeah. of our tips for, you know, being able to be consistent is pick one. Pick one place that you're going to start. You, we all know you have to be on all the social media channels, but done beats perfect every day. And consistent consistency will compound and that means it's better to start with one and consistently engage in it and do well but you know let's start with the Facebook maybe that's where you're gonna start but start where you're comfortable if you're always on LinkedIn but you feel like you have to be on the Facebook then you're not going to be consistent because you're not confident start with LinkedIn be great there get consistency get some momentum going and then decide if you want to add another platform or if you're on Instagram and you love Instagram start there and build there consistently and then start adding platforms so it, I would it, it's much more beneficial for the business for you to go deep on one than to go shallow across all of them yeah, definitely get get mastery in one area and stuff. And you know, I talk about Facebook. I tend to talk about Facebook because I'm in the age group that is more Facebook oriented, whereas you girls are more the Instagram age. And I love Instagram. I'm, I I actually trained as a photographer as a younger person and worked as a photographer for a while. And even though I don't do much with photography now, I still like Instagram for the photography aspect. And now I'm starting to get it for the uh, marketing point of view, but I enjoy the uh, Instagram stories that you guys do. You do that so well. Um, also, <clears throat> the Wild and Brave crew do it really well. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's fun. But as you say, be consistent in one area. And one of the tricks that I'm doing and one of the reasons why I like to videotape these, even though I, I said I was starting a podcast, is now I get to upload these videos to YouTube. So I'm vlogging. I get to run the audio as a podcast. And I can also take snippets and stuff and put it on Facebook and Instagram. So I'm getting multiple use from one effort. That's one of the things I think that <coughs> Instagram. I mean, not only is it now approaching a billion users, yes, the platform's also almost at the big B, mm -hmm. which is super exciting. Um, it's really easy to cross <coughs> content from Instagram to Facebook if you're looking to have a strategy that, you know, fits one or the other, or maybe you want to do both. Um, you know, of course, best practice is to have completely different content from your Facebook and your Instagram, but the reality of most entrepreneurs is that we have enough time to get down to one. So Instagram can be very easily uh, integrated with Facebook, which is one of the reasons we love it so much.
much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what <laughs> that you just brought up is, is use and squeeze every last bit of juice you can out of all the content that you create. Just because you're doing a podcast doesn't mean you can't pull the quotes and make it a vlog and have, you know, a teaching or something or a written blog come out of it as well. And that's an, an absolutely great way to stretch your material and get so much more out of it. I think a lot of people think I can't, it's just so overwhelming, but if you took an hour each week and did an interview or a writing or a teaching and then pulled the little snippets out and put them with a quote, put them with a nice photo, document what you're doing through the day, use it across channels. It's a great, great way to maximize your time and your efforts and your outputs, which is just so smart. So I love that you do that, Rick. Uh, that's brilliant. Yeah, and, and by sharing that you're doing this, you're also teaching people that it's it's something they can do. You yeah. know, it's, it's more wise. So we talked a little bit about Halloween, um, which is right around the corner. But what are some ideas for the Thanksgiving time period? And, mm -hmm. you know, you guys were talking about the time period between Thanksgiving and Christmas and some of the ways and <clears throat> to look at that and things to do there. So. Everyone hits the pause button between Thanksgiving and Christmas to focus on their family, to focus on gifts, to focus on each other. Um, so there is a lot of room uh, for you to start building relationships with your clients. Now, if you have online products or if you have something that's easily sellable, this is a great time of year for you because people are buy, buy, buying. But the things that people aren't doing right now are starting on personal growth journeys. They're not uh, leaning into leadership workshops for their company because they know everyone's about to get distracted. So depending on what your field is, what your industry is and where you are, this time is either a chance for you to really lean in and build client relationships, or it's a time for you to clear out your inventory and get in some new stuff when it comes into the new year. So really finding a way to market through the holidays so that you don't lose your momentum going into the new year is super duper important. So many people they do exactly what everybody else does. They, they, they fail to plan, so they plan to fail uh, when it comes to their marketing, and then they have to start building their momentum from scratch come January 1, or more likely January 5th, <laughs> when everyone gets back into the groove of things, and then their momentum takes longer to build instead of keeping the momentum they already had. So today is October 26th, and today is the day to start planning for the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And then you take those first two weeks of November to start planning for what your marketing looks like in January and February, so that when it comes time for Thanksgiving and Christmas to roll around, and you inevitably do what we all do, which is focus on your family, go to the holiday parties, you're maybe going to sleep a little bit earlier at night because it's so dark so early, and you're not gonna lose that momentum because you planned and you're not gonna fail because of it. Mm -hmm. And just putting in a little bit of effort and time now, to, to build a framework and, and write a plan will help you feel confident when you're like, oh, I just got home from the Christmas party, I'm wrapping gifts, I, I'm exhausted, but I, I know I should post on social media. If you can go look at your little plan and say, and this week I'm talking about gratitude, and I wanted to use this example from last Thanksgiving, boom, it'll take you 15 minutes to get it up and you can get to bed or, or get to your second glass of wine or whatever it is that you've got for your holidays that's planned and you, you'll actually take 
follow through on the action. So taking some time to paint yourself a picture now and decide what it is that you want to document. You have so much opportunity during this time of year to document. Uh, we, we shared last night the idea of do a time lapse of you wrapping all your gifts or decorating your tree or cooking Thanksgiving dinner and just share that. Those are things that we all relate to and can say, hey, that's pretty cool. You know, your kids jumping slow motion into the pile of leaves. All of these things are cool content ideas that you can just capture that you're already doing already. And if you make that plan, you can start to look at what are those dates coming up. So in November, of course, we have Thanksgiving. You can do teachings around gratitude. You can do teachings around uh, uh, family. You can do teachings around blessings or history uh, or faith or any of those things. Or you can spin it the opposite direction and say, everyone's talking about gratitude. I want to talk. I want to drop the GR and talk about attitude. Or everyone's talking about being grateful. I'm going to talk about the effects of not being grateful. Uh, so, so thinking of ways that you can still play it in if that doesn't resonate for you. But you know what else happens in November is Veterans Day, at least here in the States. And this is a big opportunity to capitalize on in your marketing that can be really genuine. You can do something that matters to your community, to the veterans of our nation, and it can be strategic for your business. So think about what can you give away to a veteran? What kind of contest can you do? What kind of uh, workshop or speech can you can you give or provide to the veterans in your community? Can you partner with the veterans uh, hospital in your community and come around and give some masterminds or some lunch and learns or, or, or whatever it is that you offer, how can you partner with veterans and give back to them in a way that celebrates them for Veterans Day and hopefully helps get you some cred either with the veterans and with the with the local media in your community. Veterans Day is a really excellent time to, to market. If you just make a little plan right now, you've got plenty of time to do something and capitalize on it for Veterans Day. Absolutely. Yeah, planning. One of the things I was even talking about in, in planning ahead for the holidays too is start to block out some time for some personal activities. I mean, you're not going to know exactly when <clears throat> the family parties and stuff like that are going to be, but if you're going to get stressed about your own personal shopping and some things like that, you know, I, I know this doesn't tie into social media market, but it does t into relieving some of the stress of the upcoming season and preparing for it. Make a plan for when you go, you and your spouse are going to go shopping. And block that time off and say, this is the time you and I, honey, are going to go do this. And have a couple hours here and there spread out so that you're ready for that holiday season so that you're not so stressed about what's going on in your business. And then all of a sudden you have to do, oh, we haven't done the Christmas shopping yet. we got to do this. You know, just plan ahead. Take a, take a few hours this weekend or whatever and, and get ready for what's coming. You know what? One of my favorite uh, time savers in the holiday is um, it's this wonderful little tiny secret I don't think many people have heard of called Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's pretty much it. I mean, that, that saved me hours and hours and hours of time last year. I don't know about you, but man, we were able to go in and, and type in best gifts for seven-year-old boy and get a gift that mattered to to my nephew and and beyond. So I, if maybe you want to really save some time this holiday season, do yourself a favor and shop on Amazon. Yeah, and hopefully you're using Amazon Smile because it's all of the same prices. Uh, Amazon Smile, and you get to choose a charity that a portion of it goes back to. So really cool tip there. But I love what you just talked about, Rick, because really what that is is time management, right? Just putting in your plan, filling in your calendar. Uh, either you beat the day or the day beats you. And if you've got a plan in the morning, what your day looks like, it, you're much more likely to conquer that day and succeed. And we all have to kind of have a little 
reality check and realize that we all have 24 hours in the day. If you spend eight hours at your job, maybe you've got a one hour commute, maybe you want you, you spend four hours with your family, you sleep for six hours, that still gives you another two or three hours in the day that you can be working on your marketing and even just an hour on your marketing and your social media and not just scrolling, not aimless scrolling, but actually creating some content and engaging in a meaningful way that still gives you two hours to read or catch up on America's Got Talent or whatever it is that your guilty pleasure is. So, yeah. you know, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk says, you know, the 9 to 11 p.m. is when he gets the primary of his social media work done. What are you doing with your 9 to 11 and uh, sometimes I know I don't utilize it as well as I could. Uh, and so that leaves no excuses on the table for when I feel stressed. You also pointed out the stress thing. And I just want to make sure that we mention, do your best to everyone not to rant about, you know, the commercialism of the holidays and oh, everyone's stressed. And, you know, it shouldn't be like and this. The traffic. And the traffic. You know, rather than focus on what you don't love, focus on what you do love. And, mm -hmm. and you know, haha, -ha, Mary Stressmas, you know, everybody says it. And then maybe roll into a teaching about how to manage stress and how time management helps with that and come back to that positive. You know, I might not love the commercialism about this time of year, but you know what I do love is promoting family and faith and then leaning into what those things mean to you. So I wanted to throw in that quick caveat there for your listeners. There's even the, the song that, gee, the traffic is horrific. Yeah. Oh, there's no place like home for the holidays. <laughs> and we're serenading you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you guys were doing uh, the Bing Crosby routine uh, yesterday. Uh, yeah. Uh, what was it? What's the name of that movie again? White Christmas. White, White Christmas, yeah. Which takes place in my state of Vermont. Oh, it must be beautiful this time of year. Yeah, we're we're just past the uh, the fall color airs here, but yeah, uh, I love the state of Vermont. So. Um, great tips there on getting ready for the holiday and planning ahead. So what what tips do you have for for new years and beyond there yeah definitely start your new year's planning in the next couple of weeks because uh what you're you're gonna think that you're gonna do it between the 25th and the 31st and i want to tell you right now you're not going to do it between the 25th and the 31st no one knows who they are the week between christmas and new year's no one can figure it out we can't even figure it out it is literally the weirdest, weirdest week of the year you, is it up everybody is it turns into zombies like this right i'm still indulging but i don't want to anymore but i like it for the holidays but not and i don't know what my christmas decorations but it's not christmas and yeah it's um it's a very strange time. So don't fool yourself into thinking you're going to be productive come January 26th through January 31 because it's not going to happen. So be realistic about what your time looks like. So start planning those New Year's things now. And, you know, playing into what we talked about for Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, use this time to do some thematic things. You know, yeah. maybe, uh, you know, it, it's New Year. I, I, well, we like to do the opposite thing. So it's New Year, but same you. How do you buy? through that and become a different you in the new year or you know playing on this on this new year reset button uh, or the reality you can even play on the reality that most people quit their uh, their new year's resolutions within six weeks and so how do you help people go beyond that six weeks or go beyond that first quarter and into the year to really sprint and make 2019 their best year yet so leaning into those themes uh, will be helpful for you in your marketing mm -hmm. you know January February you bought you've got some holidays in there that you can build around uh, President's Day, of course, there's lots of ways you can lean into leadership lessons there and the history of leadership. You can talk about, you know, uh, 
the different traditions that, that are in your family around Christmas and around New Year's, but beyond that, even from, from Valentine's Day and beyond, because traditions are a great way to relate with people and share with them. Uh, and they get to know you and some personal things about you, and then hopefully people can't help but share their traditions. So asking what are some of your favorite traditions or asking people to share uh, what resolutions have you triumphed at? Or maybe you share what resolutions you've completely failed at. We've all done it. We've all set a resolution and by January 12th, we're like, just kidding. That's way more commitment than I'm looking for right now. In fact, I reset my resolutions in March this year because yeah. I failed so miserably between January and March. I'm pretty yeah. good Yeah, exactly. So yeah, and, and congratulations to UK on your recent um, achievement there. Uh, I saw you were posting it. So, uh, yeah, I, it doesn't relate into our topic here, but I do want to acknowledge, give you a thumbs up there. Oh, well, it does relate because what Kay did was make a commitment to uh, compete in a bikini show because it was the scariest thing she's ever done. And she knew she committed to something so huge like that, that she would uh, have to follow through and follow a plan. And that she did. Uh, and she lost almost 40 pounds. Uh, with of course with a nine-month-old and breastfeeding which is not an easy feat and competed in that bikini competition and rocked it and of course she and I documented the entire journey and will continue to utilize that content because this is something people can relate to. And you can use it to build connections within a community that does that and within a community that wants to learn how to do those kinds of things. So you can even look at your achievements that you've had in 2018 and find ways to tie that into helping others find their achievements in 2019. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank exactly. you both for your accolades. You're so sweet. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> so um, one last thing. Yeah, we're getting, we're coming up on the end of the segment here, but I do want to talk about one more thing, one more idea. Dan Kennedy talks about this, and you guys were bringing it up, and you guys were using the term newsjacking. So tell us a little bit about newsjacking and mm -hmm. how that works. Yeah, so newsjacking is kind of marketing speak for following the trends. Uh, basically, what is everyone talking about? Uh, what, what's happening that's relevant to your industry or to your, to your stories or to your product or whatever it is that you're selling or promoting? What is happening that's relevant to people and, and that's in the news that people are talking about uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on LinkedIn? All of these are showing you what the trending topics are. Uh, and following those hashtags can show you what is everyone talking about. And if you see a topic start to rise in the trends or, or come up in the news that you can make relevant to what it is that you offer, you would, should absolutely be talking about that. Uh, and not in a hopefully decisive, uh, fiery, or negative way, but in a way that says, look, everyone's talking about a leadership gap in crisis in the country right now. Nothing, you know, made only more evident by XYZ following current event. And that's why these principles are so important. And that's why I'm so passionate about helping young leaders and the youth of this country come up. Well, you know, if you want to talk about faith and services, or you want to talk about gun control, or all of these things that are big topics right now, people are primed to be thinking about them. And so they're going to be looking at stories that start with that, that helps them relate to it. And then you can dive into how you are relating to it and how your product or your service is relating to it. And it can really help. And newsjacking uh, is just a great way to be out there and be talking about these uh, relevant topics and that people are already, again, you know, tuned into and primed to be thinking about. And you can make that relevant. So you want to join that conversation and add to it from your own unique perspective. You know, you can even, uh, it's, it's not just about the serious side of things either. I mean, uh, let's talk about the ice bucket challenge and how crazy viral that was everybody participated if there's a, a harlem shake 
challenge. Do a video. If there's a viral video, make a parody. Uh, you know, right now it's the Drake's In My Feelings Challenge. Um, you can bet your buttons. You can go to my Instagram and watch the, the video where we did the dance. And so, uh, you know, if there's something that's fun and viral that's happening, jump on that. And the only way to do those kinds of things is to be making sure that you're watching trends. Now, that might not be in alignment with your brand. It's in alignment with our brand. We're fun. We're silly. Um, you should have seen the teaching Rick is referring to yesterday. I mean, the level of props that we had. You can go to our KHI Instagram or Facebook to kind of, we like to display all of our props um, in, a, in a live video that you can check out. But, um, you know, have some fun. If that's a part of your brand, if that's a part of your story, if that's a part of your heart, and you see these things come out, it's your opportunity to jump on them quickly and get a lot of mileage. Um, the, the In My Feelings Challenge video I did on my personal Instagram is my most watched video ever. Um, and it's my baby. I make her do the challenge and it's so stinking cute. But, but because yeah. I was following those hashtags and because those hashtags were relevant on Instagram, I got a lot more mileage out of that video than I would have just doing something random with my baby. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that <coughs> social media has done that wasn't so much prevalent, like when I was growing up in the seventies and the eighties or people growing up even in the nineties and the early two thousands, is it really is social media. People want to get to know who they're doing business with in, in a way that they didn't in the past or they didn't realize they wanted to or wasn't as easily done in the past. So it really is important to be social and to, you know, it's it can be okay to, to take a stance on something, but you don't want to be, you know, divisive and harsh and, 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 and 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 just staring at discord you know not everybody can be a gary v you know and, and drop the language that he drops in a lot of his stuff you know and so don't try to be gary v be you people want to do business with you and the people that want to do business with gary v will do business with gary v the people that want to do business with you will do business with you as long as you're authentic with them there's oh plenty of business yeah. to go around. I love that, Rick. And what, and I, what I love the most is you saying, you know, be you and be authentically you and be uniquely you because that is what people want. The old uh, model of celebrity was they're distant. You don't know much about them. You start to see this change with, you know, the magazines and all of that. But with social media, it has completely flipped. We want to know everything about our celebrities. We want to feel like they're our best friends. We want to know all of their life stuff and that's exactly how we're building relationships because we're being social mm -hmm. with people on social media and by being yourself you'll attract others that will resonate with that and you'll like doing business with them rather than trying to be Gary Vee and then ending up hating the clients that you attract from that. So that was awesome. Yeah, if you want a really good that. example of a celebrity who does this really well, go follow Will Smith. Love Will Smith. Yes. Social media presence is so, so authentic fun. and so fun and so cool. And he just started it like I think six months ago. Mm -hmm. um, he really just started leaning into social media, but does him really authentically. It's a great example to follow. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, ladies, I want to thank you so much for being here today. This has been a great episode. Lots of information here for people to digest and do. And even though we were talking specifically about the holidays, you know, the, the tips and the principles that you guys taught on are good all year round. I mean, there's not just, excuse me one second. <clears throat> there's not just holidays this time of the year. There's always a chance to be planning, you know, after the New Year's, there's going to be, as you say, President's Day, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, Easter. There's all these different things coming up and it just pays to take a few minutes to plan in advance. 
Sure does. Oh, and one last thing: if people want to get in touch with you, what's what's what are, what's the best way for them to follow you on social media and uh, and get to get to connect with you? Uh, well, we are most active on Instagram, so we would definitely encourage you just go to K-K-A-Y and Shy, S-H-I, at K and Shy on Instagram. You can find K and Shy also on Facebook, and you can always get in touch with us over at KAnshy.com. And Twitter, find us there too. And Twitter, <laughs> I love Twitter, so it's the, the platform I manage it in, but we'd love to see you on any of those platforms. Yeah, uh, you know, Shyla, I may have to have you on a, as a guest uh, to talk about Twitter because I've never been successful with Twitter. <laughs> yeah. so maybe you can yeah. explain it to me and, and help some of my other, you know, some of my listeners who want to do Twitter, but don't quite get the platform. Yeah, I'd love to. That would be fun. All right. Well, thank you very much and have a great day, everybody. All right. Thanks, Thanks Rick. all. Thanks, Rick. Bye-bye. <laughs>